Hello, and welcome to 15-Minute PD. My name is Bradley Reese, and I've been in elementary education for over 20 years. I've seen many trends and things come and go in education over the years, but the one thing I think that is a constant is teachers trying to find new ways to engage and teach students. In the next 15 minutes, you will hopefully get a ton of new ideas that you will be able to walk into your classroom and use tomorrow. Welcome to the podcast today. So I want to talk a little bit about culture in our schools. We are all so stressed out and we are all like on our wits end. So how can we build culture in our schools? You may be thinking, well, I'm just a teacher in my classroom. How do I do that? Well, anybody can build a culture in a school. So even in your role as a teacher, you don't have to be a school leader. You don't have to be a principal. You don't have to be an administrator. You can jump in there and do a few things that will help build culture in your school and make it a more positive place to be. I'm going to give you a couple of ideas of things that I've done in the past that have really helped our school pull together in certain ways. So let's get started. All right. The first idea, it's not groundbreaking, but eating together. And what I mean by that is, you know, find a space where, as together, you can eat as a faculty. It might be someone's room. It might be after school in a bigger, larger area. Um, But eating together brings people together, I feel like. And so finding a way to do that and finding a space to do that is always, you know, a great idea. It's good because... Other grades are able to see each other that they don't normally see. For instance, at my school, during our lunch period times, our lunch schedule is scheduled to where we're seeing grades that we normally wouldn't see. So when I go to lunch, uh, I teach fifth grade. So when I go to lunch, I'm seeing kindergarten and I'm seeing first grade. If I didn't see them at lunch, I probably would never see them during the day. Um, So it's a great chance to kind of check in on them, see how they're doing. Um, Just talk with them. It doesn't have to even be school related. But also not just eating at school together, but scheduling after school events with each other. Um, For instance, at our school, we have a longtime substitute. And we like to treat her um, every year to take her out to eat. So we always plan that day and a couple of us teachers get together and go out to eat with her. We've also had a bowling night where we've all gotten together, went and ate dinner together and then went bowling together. It's just kind of fun to see each other outside of the school setting and not have to talk about data and all of those things that we're used to talking about with each other and just getting to know each other uh, in life. One of the other things we did as a staff is we set up a separate group me. And if you don't know what group me is, it's an app where you can message back and forth. We set up a group me app um, with our staff and that gives us a chance that, you know, if we need to ask questions of each other, um, even on the weekends when we have, you know, family emergencies or maybe someone passes away or 
certain people need prayer requests or things like that, that can all be shared out in this group me. Um, some teachers elect not to be part of that, and that is totally fine. Um, they check in every once in a while. It's not that they're not a part of it, but they don't want all of the notifications. Um, so what they do is they set off, set off the notifications and then just check it on their own. But it's a great way, um, even throughout the day, um, if someone is needing to go to the restroom or something, they can shoot that out. And we have tons of people who will volunteer to jump in there and help. Um, but it's a great way to kind of build that community. I know it sounds weird, but it it's where we're all kind of helping each other. A lot of times we'll also see people share out, hey, I need this uh, material. Maybe I, I got busy or I ran out and I need more uh, copy paper or I need more construction paper. Um, we always share that out. And so that gives us a chance to help each other out uh, in that way as well. So in the next segment, I want to talk to you about uh, some what I call sneaky surprises. Um, and so I'm going to teach you a little ways, a few ways that I have come up with to kind of sneak and build culture um, secretly. Okay, so sneaky culture building. So I like to do some sneaky culture building. That way it doesn't come back to reflect on me. And what I mean by that is I don't want the credit for that, um, but I want to build that culture but not have my name across it. And so a couple of things that I've done in the past is I've left treats in teachers' boxes. So I've found, you know, maybe their favorite candy or maybe I found um, maybe their favorite kind of pen or something like that. And so I will leave those in their boxes randomly. Um, and maybe even with a note, maybe without a note. And if I leave a note, it'll be really cryptic note. Like, I noticed that you were needing a little pick-me-up, and I might leave a cookie there or something for them. Um, but I don't ever sign my name to it. And I always use either a typed-up letter, or I will use, like, get a kid to write it or something like that so they can't tell it's me. One of the other things I did um, during COVID time was I found a thing uh, online, which was teacher superlatives. And it was so much fun. So what I had to do is I had to figure out like which one of the things related to each teacher. So it might be uh, Pinterest great teacher or something like that. I think one of them was the funny bone teacher, different things like that. And so what I would do is I would see which teacher kind of fit that, um, that one for the month. And I would put their name on the certificate and reward them certificate. And then at the bottom, I said to someone who does not want to be named. And then I also left candy that with those. But what was so funny is that one of the teachers in the lower grades had, um, she just loved it. She thought it was the greatest thing ever. She was like, oh my gosh, somebody put this in here. They noticed this. And what I was doing is just really noticing like what makes them special. And so she had put it up on her wall. So when I came in, she wanted to know if it was me. And I'm like, no, it's not me. I didn't want to take the credit for it. So I was like, it's not me. I said, but that's really neat. I said, I sure hope I get one. And she just was like, I think it's you. I think it's you. And so we spent um, almost the entire year trying to figure out who it was. And at our last faculty meeting, our principal decided to let them know who it was. Um, I really didn't want him to tell, but he did. And that is okay. But it was a lot of fun just seeing how excited they got. And I swear, I would walk into rooms and they would have them up on the wall. And it was just a lot of fun. And I would be like, wow, they said that you were this or that. And I would, it was fun just to hear their reaction and their excitement on being voted 
whatever. Um, so that's a lot of, that stuff was just a lot of fun. And that was just teachers superlatives. You can search that online and find that. In the last segment, I want to talk to you a little bit about your new teachers, our newbies. And let's talk a little bit about how we can help build culture and bring them into the culture. So being a new teacher at a school can be really, really overwhelming. For one, you're trying to get your feet on the ground and you're trying to figure out what it is you have to teach. You're trying to understand how to manage this class that you don't have any help with anymore. And there's just a lot of things that new teachers have to go through that us seasoned teachers is what I call myself. We forget about that. And so I try to make it a point to go and visit with our new teachers at least once a week, if not more, because to be honest with you, they sometimes feel like they're on an island. And if you reflect back, you probably felt that same way. There's so many things that a school has like that's unwritten rules or unwritten things that people don't tell you. For instance, when I first started, I came to school the first Friday I had worked and every single person in the whole building was in jeans. No one had told me that Fridays were jean day. And I understand why, because that was just not something that was high on the, the need to know basis. And it was something that they just assumed that I knew. But again, it wasn't that big a deal, but I kind of felt like I wish someone had told me. So I always make it a point and I have like a list of things that I always go over with our new teachers to try to build them into the culture and help them to understand. Like I tell them, you know, coming to eat at lunch is kind of important at our school. You don't have to, and you don't have to every day, but you really need to be a part of the school. You need to come every once in a while to lunch. Um, it just makes everybody realize and get to know you and realize that, you know, you're part of the team. Different things like that. So, you know, make a list of the things that are unspoken at your school that you feel like if somebody new came in, things that they wouldn't just automatically know or no one would think to tell them. So hopefully today you heard some things that might help build culture at your school. I want to encourage you to try something. So my challenge to you today is what are some ways that you can build your school culture? Again, you don't have to be an administrator. You don't have to be the boss. But you can secretly even help build that culture in your school. Help bring those teachers together and have fun with it. Because we know we're stressed out. We have a lot to do. But it's okay to have fun every once in a while as a staff. And so pulling each other together, uh, you know, for a lunch or pull each other together to go bowling one afternoon, things like that. It does take time, but that time is going to mean a lot to you as a faculty. When things go hard or things go wrong at the school and you need to pull together, that's when it's going to count. So you've already built those relationships. So again, I challenge you to just figure out some way. Some of these might be something you heard in this podcast. It might be something you come up with on your own. But find some way this week to go into your school, find ways to help build up the culture in your school. So remember that improving as a teacher 
it does take time. So always try to find the time to strive to be better than you were before. And until next time, keep your head up and do what's best for kids.